really good practice today. Um, Typical, typical Wednesday. It's good to be back into a normal weekly pattern. Um, seems like I don't really even know what that is with with the ups and downs and the and the various schedules that we've had um, for these the, the first month of the season. But it's good to have a, a normal week. I thought the guys worked well today and um, and got a lot of work done. So we're we're headed in the right direction. Okay, we'll start with a question from Jared Lloyd. Hey, Jeff. Got to talk offensive line to start and, and particularly the play of Joe Tukuafu stepping in for James. James has been such a staple at center. What did you see from him going into the game and then how did he grade out? Yeah, so um, really, really pleased with with what Joe did. You know, he's he's grown so much as a as a person and a player the last couple of years, and I've seen him kind of through his ups and downs. Um, but for him to step into to that moment was a was a big deal. And honestly, throughout the week, I thought his practice was um, up and down, a little bit shaky at times. But I felt like he was headed in the right direction. Challenged him really hard and reminded him after, um, I think, Wednesday's practice of last week that um, that a lot of people were counting on him. And he said, Coach, I got you. I'm, I'm going to be ready. And from then on, the next 48 hours, I really I really began to see his sense of focus and sense of urgency grow. And, and he just kept telling me, Coach, I'm going to be ready. And, and he was. And, and he graded out well, particularly for being in his first start um, and playing every snap. You know, I, I think the last time he's played a full game was, I don't know, five or six years ago. And so um, really, really pleased with his effort. And not only that, but he, he provided a lot of energy and a lot of leadership on the sideline. And in a broader sense, just the overall depth of the offensive line, how do you feel like that's coming along? Because you've had to have guys step in like you knew you would. How do you feel like that's developing? Um, it's coming along. <laughs> we certainly don't want to be in a position where, where we're um, without any of our players, particularly a starter, uh, particularly our better, you know, some of our better players on the team. But um, next man up, right? And um, and these guys have continued to to be ready. And Coach Mateos has done a great job developing some of the younger guys and and getting them ready to step in. And and you know the thing I think that maybe a lot of people didn't realize is that is that Tristan is actually our backup center. And so Joe has actually been our third center and not getting even all the reps that a normal backup would. And so um, again. Really, really pleased with that with that group, where they're headed. Okay, we'll take a question from Jay Drew and then Jay Catch. Hey, Jeff, uh, being that you guys play next three opponents are from the state of Texas, i just writing a little bit about just the impact of that state. And I'm assuming you're probably the recruiting guy there since you have the Texas ties with uh, – but uh, how important is the state of Texas to, to BYU's recruiting efforts? Um, well, I think it's like a lot of states that aren't right here in our in our in our geographical um, footprint, in that because we're a national uh, school and, and we recruit guys from a number of places, wherever there's a state that has good football and has um, has uh, a large population base, then we're going to spend time recruiting there and uh, and. Obviously, I know that. I've spent most of my life in Texas. Um, 
grew up there, lived there until I was 30. Uh, family's all still there, and, and it still feels like home when I when I get back there. Uh, but I've also spent a lot of time recruiting the state, and so the opportunity to play there always helps your your chances in recruiting because people who who live there will be watching those games, I'm sure, and it'll give us a great opportunity to to uh, to make a name a little bit. So. Do you guys divide that up geographically? I, I know past staffs they have, but how does Kalani work it as far as recruiting? Yeah, okay. yeah, we do, we do. We all we all have certain areas, um, but that's for kind of the initial phase of finding guys, and then once we identify players that we like enough to really spend a lot of time on, either from um, an offer standpoint or a potential offer standpoint, then we spend a lot of time not only um, recruiting areas geographically, but recruiting by position. And so Coach Mateos actually has um, Texas. He's recruited there a lot and was there the last couple of years. I kind of plugged into Arizona because I've spent some time in Arizona and that, that ended up being a good spot for me. But I still get back there whenever we have an offensive player. Coach, I wanted to ask you about Joe. What led you to think he could move from tight end and be an effective offensive lineman? Um, his size. <laughs> he just kind of – he grew out of a tight end. And, you know, I think there he was always that guy that was kind of a tweener. He was a guy that um, was just good enough uh, of an athlete that he could that he could play at tight end. Um, but probably more naturally growing towards being a lineman. And, and so, the, you know, for a while it was kind of a joke, and, and we kind of needed some help at tight end. You know, we had, we had some injuries there early on, um, and we're trying to develop depth there, and we needed him there. And, and then, uh, you know, Coach Mateos was the one who really pushed for it hard. He spent a lot of time talking to him and told him that he felt like he could he could really be a great guy there. And he was also the one who said not only did he think he would he would be a good lineman, but he said really early on he thought he would be a good center and um, has done a good job developing him. But just you know, the thing that I would that I would say um, is one thing I think we do a better job of here than a lot of places I've been is being able and willing to move guys around and try them at different spots, not only from one position to another on either side of the ball, but even going from offense to defense and vice versa. Kalani's very open to that and and um, and always encourages us to try to do our best to find a guy at home. Is the door still open for both Tristan and James to potentially play this week? Yeah, I think they're both in, you know, they're in different situations. And obviously, I don't make those decisions. Um, it sounds like to me, James is probably a little closer than Tree. But um, I think I think they're both in the position where they're continuing to improve and being tested and monitored every day, um, but but still questionable. Hey, Jared Lloyd, your question. Jeff, I want to switch switch gears on you a little bit. Uh, this is uh, National Mental Health Awareness Week, I believe, and I know that there's some helmet stickers and things going on as the team recognizes that. Chaz Ayu, of course, came out recently and talked about some of his own personal struggles and, and how you know it can be tough in, in a football culture to address things like mental health and, and be aware of that. And I just, from your experience, how are we doing in that regard, and, and where do you think we need to improve? 
Um, as a as a society or as a team? As in in football, in college football specifically. In college football, specific, not our team, just in general with college football. Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, I think there's, um, I think there's certainly a concern because of the stigma attached to being a tough guy if you play college football, if you play football in general, and. Um, I think it's it's certainly gotten better. Um, when I was when I was in that in that age, you know, you would be certainly considered considered weak for talking about something like that, and 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 it would be brushed off. You know, oh come on, suck it up. You know, oh you just need to tough it up. It'll be better tomorrow. I think today we recognize that it's a much more serious issue, and so I think we're healthier in terms of our willingness to approach it and willingness to talk about it. I think there are certainly a lot more um, people available to help if a guy has an issue like that than, than there was back 20 years ago, maybe even 10 years ago, probably. Um, but there's still, there's still a lot of work to do. And I think um, every time somebody comes out and says, you know what, I had a problem with this and this is how I um, have dealt with it. Um, I, think, I think it's another step in the right direction. Jeff, how do you balance when when a guy maybe is struggling a little bit, the, the, the I need to kick him in the pants a little bit and get him going versus maybe there's something more serious here? Because that's, that's a tough balance for a coach to try and figure out. I think it is. It certainly is. And, and I think years of experience have helped. There were there are probably still these moments, but I can I can remember a number of moments when I was a younger coach where I was grinding on somebody pretty hard, and then somebody else came to my side and just said, "Hey, you know, his mom's really sick," and no, I had no idea, or you know, he's really struggling with something going on with him personally right now. And so I think I just I recognize the signs a little bit better now than I used to. And then the other thing I think I notice is how does a guy respond when I kick him in the tail and I challenge him? Is that something that invigorates him and brings him towards better performance and makes him better? Or am I doing something that's driving him downward and he's beginning to slip down that hill into a place where he's not responding? And so I think his response to it is, is another sign for me. Hey, uh, we'll take one more question from Jake Catch. Yeah, Coach, I just wanted to get your insight on what you're seeing from UTSA on film going into this game. Yeah, they present a, a couple of things that are, that are real problems. First of all, I would just say that I, I, I can feel um, a sense of toughness. I know, I know the head coach by reputation a little bit, him being a, a Texas guy, a guy that was a longtime high school coach in Texas, and I know he's, he's, he's got a, um, an aggressive personality and one that's bringing a culture of toughness to that team, and you can see it when you see how they play. These guys play hard. They play physical, play with great effort, and there's an aggressive style of defense. Um, Tyrone Nix, defense coordinator, was at Ole Miss when I was at Auburn, and so I've seen his defenses before, and um, they're going to challenge you. They're going to challenge you uh, with their scheme. A lot of um, extra pressures, pressures with not only uh, linebackers and the front, but really everyone on the field could be a blitzer safeties, cornerbacks um, from all locations in, ev in every scenario, not just in, um, in certain down and distances or, on, or in certain field zones. You could have, um, 
you could have a very aggressive blitz on on any down and distance, and they may come back to back to back, particularly if you don't handle them. So the scheme is one that's very aggressive and one that challenges you from the onset. And you can tell that they play with a very aggressive style, particularly in their defensive line. Their defensive line, I think, is the strength of their team. Those guys are well coached. They do a great job of playing with leverage, using their hands, and and they play hard and physical. They hit you. When the ball is snapped, they come off and they try to hit you right in the teeth. And and I respect how they play. And so um, I like it. it. It challenges me as a coach, and and I know it will challenge our players too.